Welcome to the Cup and Saucy Book Club. I'm Jen. And I'm Zanna. What's in your cup today, Zanna? I am drinking Very Cherry from David's Tea. It's low-caffeine green tea with a strong cherry flavor. Cherry is my very favorite fruit, but it's a fine line. This manages not to have the cough syrup flavor, which is great. How about you? Well, today I am drinking, even though it's early still here, I am drinking and preparing for the very hot weather that I'm about to have, Bigelow Botanicals, and it's a cold water infusion. So it's basically a cold water tea bag uh-huh. for your water bottle. And this one is blackberry raspberry hibiscus. Mm. Really good. I need to start doing that because, you know, it's hotter than hell here in South Carolina. <laughs> and I just keep drinking the hot teas and yeah I probably need to go to some yeah it's time to switch to the sun teas now yeah it's a really nice one and I can just shake it in the water bottle and go nice and that's a new one for me and we also have someone new to the world of audiobooks we want to welcome Katie Thompson she's a romance audiobook narrator with a master's degree in journalism and over 15 years of theater experience and she's been a full-time entrepreneur since 2018 and discovered her passion for narrating audiobooks after the arrival of her first child. Katie narrates from her home in Georgia, where she lives with her husband and her daughter. And Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. We are thrilled to have you because yeah. you actually contacted us. So you are our first first contact. Um, so, so exciting. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is exciting. It's a great distinction. What drew you to audiobooks, to doing narration from theater? When I first had my daughter in 2021, I obviously did not have the same amount of time that I used to have to sit down and read with a newborn and now a toddler. But basically, I kind of fixed that problem by delving into audiobooks. We would go on these long, long walks, you know, trying to get her to go to sleep and just get out of the house. And I would just devour audiobooks. Absolutely Mm -hmm. loved it. And I kind of started looking into the back end of how that worked and followed a couple of narrators on TikTok and realized I had a ton of skills that actually would lend to um, being a narrator. I, as you mentioned, had a background in theater. I have a a master's in journalism and media. So, you know, broadcasting, things like that, radio. And I produced my own podcast back, um, you know, started in 2016, did over 100 episodes doing that. So I had, you know, the audio engineering, the performing, the vocal Mm -hmm. training, all of that. And I said, well, okay, might as well try this out. And it kind of took off. Uh, I was very lucky to be connected with a couple people early on that got me started in the right direction. (laughs) Excellent. And we are catching you very early on in your career. We'll come check back in in a year or two and say, see, we knew her when. (laughs) Yes, please do. Before anybody else did. I'm hoping I have a ton of exciting things to tell you guys then. (laughs) Yes. We're booking the follow-up interview right here, right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) As of this recording, you have six titles. By the time that we, that listeners actually hear it, we will have even more. So mm-hmm. are they all romance or are they different, are they different genres? Uh, tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Yeah, so um, early on, I wasn't quite sure kind of what genre I really wanted to focus on. So I was kind of, you know, doing a couple of different things. I did you know, like YA fantasy. I did some historical fiction, um, but very, very quickly found how I loved doing romance. I mean, that's what I love to listen to. And it just really felt like it was a good fit. So after the first two, or three I just decided I'm going to exclusively like just focus on romance and and so what's uh what's kind of romances do you like to read what's your what's your go-tos oh gosh so it 
kind of depends on my mood. So I will go through different phases where I I love doing like light banter, rom-com, contemporary, which is kind of what I'm into right now. But I love fantasy and paranormal as well. So, you know, I kind of go through different phases. But I'd say those three kind of, and you know, I'm dark romance as well, but you have to do that in chunks. Yes. (laughs) You know, have to take a break. (laughs) You have to schedule those. Exactly. Yeah, that can be a little heavy. Yes. So I like to, you know, do my dark romance and then have a palate cleanser after that. (laughs) Yeah, that's very similar to me too. I'm sure right now that you're not, uh, that you're not eyeball reading very much because young child, Mm -hmm. new, busy narrating schedule. Yep. Do you still get, are you still able to do audiobooks as much? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I probably go through at least one a week just driving Mm -hmm. around. I pretty much have an audiobook on constantly, (laughs) Um, whether I'm, you know, walking with her, driving around with her, cleaning, doing anything. I always kind of have something on in the background. Mm -hmm. It's funny because my husband is like, how much money are you spending on these audiobooks? And I'm like, well, listen, I can write this off. It's market right. research. <laughs> that, there you go. Yeah, you go. I'm, I'm, you know, learning from listening. So uh, I had to kind of finagle that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that seems legit. Totally legit. Yeah, right. I think I've met a sympathetic soul there, Zanna. I mean, I think I'm, you have. I think I'm the have. audiobook listener of the, the two of us, but I'm getting Zanna on board more and more often. Yeah, not anymore, because you just keep sending me, no, you have to listen to this one. Yeah, no, you yeah. have to listen to yeah. this one. I, I, don't, I don't even give you the eyeball like, read option anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. When you're listening, I'm going to ask the delicate and a little bit controversial question. Mm-hmm. Do you speed up? No, I don't. I don't. Coming from the acting background, I think that pacing is done for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I, I just don't touch it. I leave it alone and, and listen to it as it was intended, but to each his own. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and what, which is why I said it's kind of a controversial question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, you know, I've seen some people where they do speed it up and then they're talking to people in real life and they're like, people are talking so slow. It's because they're listening to their audiobooks at like sped up the speeds. <laughs> it definitely enhances the experience to listen to it at the intended speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's really like a complete leave everything in the booth kind of performance, Mm -hmm. that's the respect it deserves. Mm -hmm. I'm currently listening to one that is like that. And it's just there is no way uh, that I would listen to it at any other speed but the 1.0 because you hear each of the breaths are intentional. You know, the 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 pauses, the breaks and the catches in the voice, you know, all of that stuff is so intentionally put into it that to not have that is it's taking away from the the book experience entirely yeah I totally agree okay so you have five six titles Mm -hmm. so far Mm -hmm. what have you got coming in that uh you can that you can talk about tell us about you know how those came about yeah so what I'm working on right now I had a book released two days ago Light Kissed by D.V. Lee which is a really fun fantasy romance with you know magic and fae and traveling between different worlds so that's super fun and it was done in duet which is my favorite to listen Mm -hmm. to and my favorite to narrate and so I've got two that I'm working on right now very very different one is a contemporary romance um, Martini Mondays um, by J.L. Brannock and the other one is um, The Kingdoms Divided by G.K. Archer which is a another fantasy romance so it is really fun because I like doing those at the same time because if I get kind of like oh I need a break from one it is so polar opposite that I can switch back and forth it keeps things fresh 
And then I've got a book coming out at the end of September, Reckless by Zephora, which I did with Teddy Hamilton. Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. So you're stepping right into the big leagues at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, when she told me he was going to be the, the male narrator, I about fainted. I was so excited. I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> He's actually one of the first narrators I listened to. So it was kind of like a crazy moment. It's yeah, not something, fantastic. Yeah, not something I expected to be able to do this early on. So I feel very, right. very blessed that she gave me that chance. Uh, so what is it about um, duet narration that you like? I mean, I, I understand what you like about it as a listener, but mm-hmm. what do you like about it as um, as a performer? I just feel like it really rounds out the story in such a unique way. I mean, it really builds the world incredibly well. Um, And I just think it's fun to work with other actors. Um, Obviously, I'm not working with them directly like I would be Mm -hmm. if I was on stage. But it still is fun to kind of do the back and forth even if it's just by voice. So yeah, it just it's just one thing that I really love. And, you know, I don't mind doing dual or you know, single narration. Um, But sometimes it's nice not to have to do all the male voices. (laughs) It is hard on your voice. (laughs) I mean, I don't mind doing it. I can do all different types, but it it is a little bit harder on your voice when you have to kind of go deep in that register sometimes. Mm So it's nice to be like, oh, I can just do all the female parts. It's kind of a relaxing Mm -hmm. time, you know. There's a little break in something different. Right, exactly. Every narrator that we have spoken to, they all have a different answer and they all have a different reason for their answer. You know, mm-hmm. some of them are audiobook producers as well as narrators. And so they're coming at it from that perspective. And, you know, others are, this is the better experience for me because I can, you know, you know focus this way or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So that's always a question that we, that we ask all of the narrators is, is what you most like to do. And we know that you can be asked to do any style at any time to what your favorite is is always is always good to know do you have particular accents or types of voices that you're fond of doing kid voices or particular accents or types of characters are there has there been anything come up so far that's been a favorite you know just because it's probably the easiest for me to slip into is you know a southern accent (laughs) because i'm (laughs) from georgia um, right. I actually I actually spent years growing up in theater getting rid of my accent, um, but I can turn it back on. Um, so that's probably my easiest. You can always uh, go Southern again. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially when I'm like on the phone with my mom or dad who, you know, have accents. Well, I just 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 go hang out at the Walmart for a little exactly, bit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, uh, the YA fantasy book that I did early on had probably eight different accents which was like, oh, nice. Whoa. Um, it was a little intimidating, but I, I was pretty proud of how it came out. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's Southern is probably my easiest uh, if I have to just, you know, pull something out. Excellent. Yeah. There's always your go to's and then and then getting to um, expand uh, as time goes mm-hmm. on. We're going to ask you that question again when we do our follow up interview. And please see if, do. Please and do. See if that answer changes. <laughs> yes. I'm always looking to, you know, like improve accents and stuff. It's fun because people always think that they can do accents until you give them something to read and they're like oh I can't do this at all um so I mean yeah. that that's happened to me where I was like well I was a little maybe too confident about that one I need to work on it yeah I'm always looking to improve in that area there are two um two people that I follow on on TikTok who will do they start with a sentence and then they will go through their list of of accents that they do and mm-hmm. they'll say that same sentence in each of the accents I've seen of, that you know check it off it's incredible yeah. Uh, yeah it's and but it's also it's like 
ooh, that's a, it's a great vocal challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, know, absolutely. To say, okay, what are we, you know, what am I hearing in here? What am I, what can I, you know, pick up for myself? Sometimes it's also, y- you have your own sentence to mm-hmm. get to an accent. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a topic of interest for me because I I can also do several accents, but a lot of times it's um, I have a particular phrase that gets me there, yeah, you know, or or certain words or a combination of words that get me to that accent. I can't just you know snap get it on and and say it right off. I totally know what you're talking about. Actually, this is something interesting that I've been doing recently. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there talking about the negative aspects of AI, but I this has mm-hmm. helped me a lot. If I'm having to do an accent and I like cannot get there in my head, um, I go to this site. I think it's called Murph AI. It's will read. It has all these different accents and you put in the sentence and it'll read it back. Of course, it's computer generated. It is AI, but it kind of gives you like, okay, I I hear it now and I can kind of do it, get into the accent Mm -hmm. then. Um, Sometimes I have to do that to just kind of kickstart. Which is which is interesting because uh, a lot of a lot of the AI that that I've heard so far is accents is the place where the AI it becomes obvious that it's not oh you know, it's not good <laughs> at yeah, all no. but it just kind of gets my brain into the yeah it gets your, my, it my gets your head into that space right yeah. by no means is it you know like quality <laughs> but it just kind of <laughs> kicks it kicks something in my brain to where I can get there right that makes interesting sense. so it yeah and you know and then listening of course to the the accent, the the native speech, as, right. as much as possible. But oh, absolutely! You know, you also have it getting to that can be tricky because then you get prone to stereotypes. You know, mm-hmm. particularly like something with a southern accent or a New York accent. You know, the the the, the stereotypes come into play because there's a difference between a soft Georgia accent that just is just a little bit of a twang and going full on all right. out you know and and just bottom like bottom of the barrel speech wise mm-hmm. that's a fine line to walk but yeah but we there's... all know but we all know people who actually speak that way so it's not right. you know it's not like it's completely made up <laughs> right there's so. a ton of nuance especially when it comes to things like that where you know regionally and things like that so I do a ton of research especially on accents before I go into a book I do you know mm-hmm. listening to a lot of YouTube videos and things like that as much research as I can I'm a huge researcher <laughs> <laughs> well and that's good you know you got to keep all of those all of those bookmark tabs will help you out at some point in, in yes. your career have you had any experience yet with words that trip you up like if there are difficult words yeah. that you know that you, you're gonna have to do in a couple couple of takes yeah what is your, what is your stumbling block <laughs> yeah what is your stumbling word or phrase <laughs> it usually depends on the day but for some reason grasps that's just oh, not it's yeah i mean that, it's, it's too many ones it's not pleasant. Yeah. So making that sound good in a sentence, especially if Grasps. there is another S word after it or before it, I mean, it is tough to make that sound pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so and sometimes then, that trips me up a little bit. And you're in good Grasps company on that sponges. one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I also so, have trouble, uh, trouble with gasp. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is a difficult 
Yeah. I guess a gasping grasp. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, I mean, it's just those S sounds, uh, yeah. plosives or things like that can be super hard to control. Those are just like little things that, you know, I see all the time people asking, like, how can I make this sound better in editing? And most voice actors who are pretty experienced say that's not something you would do in editing. You've got to teach yourself to control it when you're recording. So little things like that that people wouldn't even think of or mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, just you got to teach yourself these little tricks. Yeah. Yes, you can correct things in a pickup, but, you know, right. it's not a it's not something that you want to make a habit. Right. The goal is to get the the actual recording is, you know, as good as possible so there's less editing the first right. time yeah. around. <laughs> also, note to authors, stop grasping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a thesaurus and you can or, find or other words. Stop gasping grasping. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Intake of breath. I will take intake of breath over a gasp anytime. <laughs> right. Yes. And it, it is funny sometimes. And some authors, like, do they just really love a certain turn of phrase or a certain right, right, right. word? And it's like, oh, man, this is going to be the whole book. I got to figure this out. <laughs> when you find your, you know, favorite authors or ones that you really like to work with or you work well with. Mm-hmm. You'll find that it's it's probably has a little bit to do with the fact that they won't use the words that are going to trip you up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Katie, you have a lot of exciting stuff coming up to take you through the rest of the year. I'm hoping for lots of great projects for you in the next year and the next. Is there a dream project that you would love to work on, like a special kind of book or a particular author? Let's put it out into the universe. For what's on your wish list? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I have tons of authors that I would be thrilled to work with. Specifically, I'd say I would love to do a multicast audiobook. Those are some of my favorites that I've listened to. Um, it truly does kind of feel like back to my theater days working mm-hmm. with multiple actors, which is so fun. You know, there's amazing ones out there like done by Graphic Audio. All the ACOTAR series is being done with full cast. Yeah. It is really, really cool. So that is definitely on my bucket list for sure. All right. Nice. So we get you in a we get you in a multicast. And do you want to mention one or two authors that you would like to work with? Right now, I am really enjoying Megan Quinn, which um, her audiobooks are fantastic. Um, And then, of course, my all-time favorite, Kate Stewart. Oh, yes. I would never, (laughs) you know, like Joe Arden and Maxine Mitchell are like the dream team. So I'm like, I would put aside me wanting to narrate just to listen to them do more stuff. (laughs) Because them doing her, Kate Stewart's books are incredible. She's definitely one of my favorites. We'll see what the future future holds. We would love to have her on the show. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, and she'd be great to talk to. But yes, we we would say um, that would be a that would be a dream project for sure. Oh my gosh, there's um, just something about her writing. It's just really incredible, and it's just an actor's dream. Um, mm-hmm. I think just the way that she writes. So yeah, a hundred percent. I would love to do anything with her. And uh, around the time that your episode is airing, uh, we I will be having Zana read uh, the plight before Christmas. <gasps> Uh, and listen to the play before Christmas. So I just finished it. It is so good. It is so good. Yeah, it's really a special one. And it's, you know, right in time for the season. So yes, Mm -hmm. to pass Zana on recording day. uh, Yeah, I just gave you a little sneak preview on what you're going to be listening to. (laughs) Yeah, I just 
I just made a, a TikTok about that the other day because I'm a big fan of the the Ravenhood series. And I was like, you know, we're all waiting for Dom's book to come out on audio. So if you're waiting and you need a little something, it is great. And I mean, and Joe Arden and Maxine Mitchell, absolutely. Their performances in that book are so good. So I think yeah. you'll really enjoy it. And we had to put one in there for the holidays. And I think that's a great one to start off with. It is. It's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Megan Quinn. Mm-hmm. is the other one that you mentioned. Love her books. She's yeah. got a lot of great rom-coms that have a lot of heart. Yes. As well as being just laugh out loud funny. Totally. Megan Quinn, we're putting this out. Yes. Um, and I love, is... love, love enemies to lovers with banter, which she is so good at. <laughs> She's very good at that So one, yes. that is like <laughs> the perfect combination for me to, my favorite thing to narrate is just yeah. that back and forth banter banter is fun you're anticipating all of my questions because i was just going to ask you what's your favorite trope <laughs> enemies to lovers a thousand enemies percent. to lovers absolutely yes, i love it i love it every time gets me every time as a reader and listener yourself we have to uh, educate xana so do you have a one or two recommendations that you would like to give to Xana on, on ones that will kind of get her feet wet in um, in various uh, subgenres and, and tropes. For sure. What level of spice are you okay with? That's always my first I, question. I'll read, okay. I'll read anything. Okay. I, I'll read I, have, I have already given her the Raven uh, Ravenhood to read, so gone five pepper spicy. Okay, great. Show. Great, great, great. Um, So yeah, the Ravenhood series is definitely like top for me, but I also love the mate games and the uh, deal with the demon, which is the next series in the making. Yeah, the pestilence. Um, right. And it's a full cast. Really, really, really great. Well, so that's definitely one I would recommend if you're looking to get into more audiobooks. Okay. And this is The Mate Games by Kim Lorraine and Meg Ann. Um, mm-hmm. And Kim Lorraine is writing as Kay Lorraine. Oh, yeah. I met, I met them in Banff. Yeah, you did. Nice. And I'm hoping we can get okay. them on the show as well. They, they have our card. To- <laughs> they have our card, as does Stella Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of great, great material in there. And I'm looking forward to... <laughs> It seems a funny sentence to say, but I'm looking forward to uh, death and pestilence next year. Same. So <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm that is a strange out of context. <laughs> out of context. That's a very strange <laughs> sentence. Yes, <laughs> it it definitely does not sound right. But I mean, those are going to be killer. So yeah. no pun no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to love the feminist aspect of it, uh, Zana. That the that it is the four horse women of the apocalypse. It is I mean, I love that. Women. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's reverse harem. So yeah, that okay. too. Yep. Any other titles? Uh, because I'm I'm linking up with we're linking up with things that that I have either already recommended to Xana or, or already had her read. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. I, I mean, feel like the two of you have a very similar we're a very mindset. Si- yeah. 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 Very, very, to, very much so. I, yeah. You know, a shameless self promotion. Oh, you know, if anybody wants to check out the books that that I've yeah. narrated, yes. um, I'm really really excited about um, Reckless coming out, and it's a series. the The author has done a series by Zephora. It's a it's a dark romance, which was mm-hmm. my first dark no- ram- romance that I narrated it's kind of got joker and harley quinn vibes uh which is fun yeah so yeah definitely go check that out when it comes out it's gonna be um i think end of september okay 
Excellent. Wonderful. Excellent. And we'll and we'll do links to all of these when they're coming out. We'll um we'll as much as we know them, we'll put those dates in as awesome. well. Awesome. Thank uh, you. To our show notes. So as a starting narrator, as somebody mm-hmm. who's pretty new to the genre or to the the process, how is it that you are getting these books with these authors? Are you having, do you have a connection already? Are you doing auditions? How does that work? So a little bit of both. I started out auditioning on ACX, which is okay. the platform that Audible uses to connect authors with narrators. So okay. I uh, made just made a profile, uploaded uh-huh. my samples, and started auditioning for books. So that's okay. kind of how I got, it start, got started. But I made a TikTok account uh, back in December when I started. And actually, that's where I've been getting a lot of my jobs okay. recently is people reaching out from TikTok and my website. So it's been a little bit of both, which is which is awesome. I still yeah. audi- audition on ACX, um, uh-huh. you know, but I- I'm trying to, you know, continue relationships with authors that I work with, sure. and, you know, if, if we're doing series and things like that as well. And that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Have you gone to any have you gone to any book events yet? Um, no. Uh, do you want to (laughs) yes yes this is on my I have like a list of goals that I am trying to accomplish and that's definitely on that that list I know Troy Duran just announced that he's going to be doing dark star dark star yes yes so I applied I don't know I applied but I'm gonna (laughs) I'm going either way (laughs) even if it's just it's gonna be in New Orleans that's the one in New Orleans oh is that the thing you sent me a link to yes 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 okay yeah uh, August August in New Orleans I I would uh, in in 2024 August in New Orleans I would only do for Troy Duran same He's the only you know. person getting me there in that heat, honestly. Yeah, that's that's something in potential yeah, hurricane. It, but yeah. I definitely, you know, w- would love, to, you know, readers take Denver or th- there's tons of, you know, different ones that I would love to go to. Like this has just come on my radar in the last year that these events were even a thing. Right. So yeah, as a narrator, I would love to go. But even just as a reader, I would absolutely enjoy that. So that's definitely hopefully on the calendar for next year. We hope to see you at a book event coming up. And it's been wonderful talking with you because we wish you all the best success. And we hope that the next time that we talk to you, that it'll be because you're celebrating your hundredth title. Oh, so <laughs> yes. From your mouth to God's ears. Thank you. <laughs> We're putting that out into the universe <laughs> right, for you. Right. Katie, I love it. Go. Manifesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, and links to all of Katie's social media, as well as everything we talked about today, can be found in the show notes for this episode on our website, cupandsaucybooks.com. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and leave us a review. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Cup and Saucy Books. Thank you for joining us for the Cup and Saucy Book Club. Join us next time for a chat with a special guest from the world of books. And probably tangents. Happy reading. Cheers. Cheers.